0: In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 4 through 13, answering the question, how can I help the weaker brother? 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 4 through 13 says, Therefore, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that an idol has no real existence, and that there is no God but one. For although there may be so-called gods in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and for whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom are all things, and through whom we exist. However, not all possess this knowledge, but some, through former association with idols, eat food as really offered to an idol." Thus, sinning against your brothers and wounding their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never eat meat lest I make my brother stumble. The question of the weaker brother is a fun one to consider. It's one that we all really have to pay attention to because we need to be able to determine if we are, in fact, the weaker brother or if we are the one who is supposed to be helping encourage and disciple the weaker brother. We need to figure this out and we have to identify that there is a responsibility that we have if we have knowledge that the weaker brother does not. So here are three thoughts from 1 Corinthians chapter 8 verses 4 through 13 answering the question, how can I help the weaker brother? Thought number one, acknowledge them. You need to acknowledge that there are people with different levels of knowledge within the church. And because there are people with different levels of knowledge and different levels of understanding within the church, you have to know that sometimes you are going to have more knowledge than the other person, and sometimes they are going to have more knowledge than you. You have to acknowledge this. When you acknowledge this, then you can start to decide how to best help encourage this person if they have less knowledge than you, or how to learn from this person if they happen to have more. If you can acknowledge who the weaker brother is, if you can figure that out, then you can start the process of helping the person who is the weaker brother. We have to understand that we don't want to cause the weaker brother to sin, but we also don't want them to remain in ignorance. Thought number two, understand your rights. Paul says very clearly that Christians have a right to eat food offered to idols. They can eat whatever food they want, that even all the laws, the purity laws that restricted the diet of believers while they were under the law, even all of those have been removed. So you can eat whatever it is that you want to eat. Paul is reconciling what he knows about the truth of the world with the world in which they actually live. In the world where they lived, people were challenged by food sacrificed to idols. Some people thought it was sin. We need to understand what rights we have as believers. So there is this distinction between Christian liberty and adherence to the law. And we cannot be antinomian, meaning there is no law, there are no standards for us to practice. But at the same time, we cannot be legalists. We have to understand what our rights are and live lives in accordance with those. Thought number three, share your knowledge. Inherent in what Paul is writing is this. You have a responsibility, if you are the stronger brother, to increase the knowledge of the weaker brother. You have a responsibility to teach those who know less than you. And in doing so, what you're doing is making them more mature spiritually. You are helping them to grow in their knowledge of Christ in the power that he has, the fact that he alone is Lord over all. So food would sacrifice to an idol doesn't really matter. By sharing your knowledge, you are helping this person to develop. You're helping them to grow. You're helping them to become stronger. And as they become stronger— then you no longer are plagued by this worry of, where did this food come from? Am I properly eating it? Is there some way in which this is going to cause somebody to sin? As people grow in spiritual maturity, these worries, these concerns, become less and less. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of 1 Corinthians 7-8. and